Hi, welcome to our podcast, A Place at the Table. Today we have two special guests, Shelby and Mitch,、uh, two seniors who are graduating this year.、Um, yeah, so glad to have you guys. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Thank you for having us.、Um, my name is Shelby Liebler. I am a senior here at the church, as Sarah mentioned.、Um, I'm graduating from North Mecklenburg High School this year, and next year I'm going to American University in Washington, D.C. to study public policy. Okay.、Um, <laughs> yes, it's my turn.、Uh, I'm Mitch, and I'm going to be going, or I guess Mitch Dreffer, if you want to know my full name. I'm going to be going to Virginia Tech and studying systems engineering there, and I'm going to be part of the marching band. It's going to be fun. Ooh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> So, <coughs> how long have you two been members at the church? So, I've been a member, well, I guess not a confirmed member, but yeah, I've but been、like、a part of the church the, for my entire life. Literally, my parents brought me here before they took me home. Like, they brought little infant me in and, like, brought me to the sanctuary and were just like, here's our baby,、um, and then took me home. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. I have grown up on, like, Fellowship Hall cookies, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The pink lemonade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I first started going to a different church、um, because we lived out in McConnell a little bit further away from this church. But then we moved and I started coming here like in kindergarten. So I've been here since all of elementary school and then、um, throughout, like until now, basically. And both of you were baptized here as babies? Yes. yes. I was not baptized well, as a baby. Baptized,、yeah. I, was like, I was like eight or something. <laughs> yeah. And you guys got confirmed here? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And how was that for you guys? How was being confirmed for you? Was it a big impact and change?、Um, I'd say it definitely was a big change, mainly because you learned so many more of the details about you know, how the church works, the foundations of Methodism and John Wesley and all of that. So I think that was you know, like a very interesting experience. And also, I had. The wonderful confirmation leader, George Kelly. Shout、yep. out, George, if you're watching this. <laughs> But,、um, and I just had a really great group of people. I mean, Mitch was in my like, broader confirmation class. And I remember going on like, the confirmation retreat, and we got to experience all the different you know, types of churches, different denominations. We even went to the Jewish temple here in Davidson. And I think that was just a really incredible experience, just to not only learn about Our church, but like look at the broader picture of、mm-hmm. religion. I, I agree. I mean, I really like learning about the history of Methodism and like where it all came from. And it kind of got me more involved with the church. Like when I was in middle school, I didn't really do choir and bells as much as I should have. <laughs> and then I became a lot more involved with it, meeting more people from choir and bells and from the church in general. And just I had a blast at the church or at the、um, confirmation camp and like setting up our Bibles and stuff. And、oh、like gosh, the I remember that.、Bibles. Having the Bibles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't quite have that because of COVID. Yeah.、Oh、what year、gosh. was this? This was, we got confirmed in 2018. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yes. We're old, elderly. <laughs> really? So true. 2021 or 2020? 2021. Okay, I don't have、gotcha. any sense、oh, yeah, of time. Oh, yeah, y'all were fully mid COVID.、Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't go on any retreats. We, our retreat was here. Three days. Or was it? No. It was two days. Yeah, two days. Yeah, two days here at the church.、Mm. We didn't go to any other. Did you guys have like, the Zoom classes and stuff too? There were some people that were、yeah. online, but、uh, we were mostly、okay. in person. Gotcha.、Mm-hmm. My、and、mom was actually our confirmation leader. Yeah, it's true.、Oh. That's a, yeah, one thing about confirmation is I mean, I had like all these g r o u p of friends from choir and stuff, but none of them were really in my group. So like,、oh, yeah. I got to meet other people.、Uh-huh. Yeah. Because、like, usually like, I just see the people that are in bells and stuff, but then 
I got to see like the other people that are in our grade. But it's like I knew them from school, but I didn't know them through church. And yeah. Yeah. And you guys mentioned you were in choir and bells. Oh yeah. Like us. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah when did you when did you join for both of you? So I actually popped in a little bit later than I think most people do. Mm. Um, I kind of took a step back from church through some of middle school. And then on my, I believe it was my rising eighth grade mission trip, I like made some friends who were like, oh, you should come to choir. And I was like, uh, I don't think I want to go till I'm in high school. But then my plan was to join in high school. And so then I kept coming to you stuff. And then eventually I kind of just got dragged to choir my <laughs> freshman year. And I'm so glad that it happened because now it's, you know, one of my the, my favorite parts of my life but so I just kind of showed up in high school and I'm very glad that everyone was really accepting even though everybody had known each other for way longer than that mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. everybody was so kind and so nice when I showed up and it's been a great four years ever since yeah. when um we first joined the church my mom wanted to get me out of the house so <laughs> <laughs> she put me here and I was like in the little like baby chime choir so With I Miss Patty. Oh, yeah oh and so I did that and you then I like that. upgraded to bells and oh, did all yeah. that stuff and I was like in a few of the musicals and stuff the like bell that. musicals oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> I we have Shelby has this great picture of me and just like a full afro <laughs> wearing a piggly wiggly tie-dye shirt in the From sanctuary. From like the third grade <laughs> in the Chatty Strong Choir. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my um, gosh. But yeah, so like I started bells really early. And then in sixth grade, I joined choir and I was like in and out of it. And I didn't go on the trip because my sister's graduation, which I'm still mad about that. <laughs> I can't say that I went to Carnegie Hall. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> but And then um, in... Yeah, I guess, like, I d- really didn't get more involved into until high school, and then, yeah. Yeah, that's where we are now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking up the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys, you've been here for a while, and you are in Choir and Bells. Do you guys have, like, a big moment in your life where you've been at the church where it's really impacted your faith and pushed you or drawn you away from the church and God in general? Um, I think that I've always been, you know, sort I've been more intellectual about faith than I think other people have. Like I I really like learning about the the intricacies of religion. Back in when I was in like eighth and ninth grade, we had like a youth book study and we read like Mere Christianity by C. S. Lewis and like other more in-depth books about Christianity, and I found it really interesting. And there were definitely thing, there were things in those books and in those conversations that pulled me closer to the church, and there were things that you know pushed me away from it. So, I think having that experience, al- <coughs> along with you know the trips we've been on and the experiences we've had, and experiencing all of the different types of places that we have, both in youth and in choir and bells, mm-hmm. I think it's just more than anything has shown me a very holistic picture of religion, and that like within even within our church there's always going to be good there's always going to be bad it's always going to be strong points and doubts and it's just i think i've learned that it's a very beautiful duality mm-hmm. i uh, i agree as well i mean like in sc- i mean i'm a very like science math person i'm going into engineering and so you always hear like it's either science or religion it's like yeah. adding things but i mean like i kind of see as it like you can put both together i mean it's like we have all these theories about how the world came together and stuff. It's like, what really made those chances come together 
and mm-hmm. do these things. It's like, oh, it's like God's like push these things together. Uh-huh. It's like Big Bang, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, I, I, that's kind of how I viewed it. Um, trying to keep my faith throughout like all this learning and stuff. There's mm-hmm. so much yeah. stuff. But um, I also think that um, just like going on all these choir trips and seeing all the different dominate denominations <laughs> and different types of churches that we've been to and how they all practice the same thing so differently it uh-huh. really shows that like the bible is just one massive book of poetry and like anybody can interpret poetry any way possible i mean i was an ap lit this way and you'd be surprised every single one of us there's like 20 kids in my class and we read one piece of poetry and every single person had a different thesis statement i wrote about something different so yeah. it's yeah i mean it's like that with you know the church i mean on choir trips i mean we've sung in Catholic churches. We're going to Canada this year and we're going to sing in an Anglican cathedral. We've mm-hmm. been in, like on the confirmation retreat, we went to like a non-denominational like rock band mm-hmm. mega church, mm-hmm. and we've been to Episcopalia. I mean, it's, you know, seeing it all. And I think it's really interesting, you know, knowing that that all ties back to the same, you know, 2000 year old mm-hmm. Middle Eastern book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diversity, it's what makes us human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any, like, what's your, okay, this is a weird kind of question. What's your evidence? Like, what is your kind of one thing that you would point to if someone asked you, why are you a Christian? Um, I would say it's definitely always come in music for me. Like, I've had mm-hmm. my struggles with looking at the, you know, the more, textual part of it you know looking at all of the the miracles performed in the bible and also you know controversy with the church and all of the quite frankly the hate that has come out of christianity and the really terrible things that the church has done in the past and you know it can make it hard to you know confirm that religion but for me there's always something that comes with when you're singing a really beautiful piece of music or even just hearing it or playing bells like there's I know y'all probably know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but just like the mm-hmm. feeling in the air that you get, like it yeah. always, it makes me feel like there's, there's something else here. It's yeah. not just us. And yeah. I think that's what really grounds me in it. I think um, kind of my evidence I would point to is like, there's not really a point in living life unless you have <laughs> something to go along. And so the Bible is kind of like that you have to have like faith and hope and if you don't have these things it's like why like what are you doing on the earth and so it's yeah. kind of like that motive that keeps me going basically yeah yeah it feels like a purpose yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. valid points <laughs> i would definitely i feel that one a lot mine is kind of like this like there's no way all of the little details were organized this perfectly on like chance yeah i mean i mean with some of the like very intricate pieces of music we've gotten to sing like this past all saints day when we got to sing the rudder requiem like it's so good (laughs) and like just the the chords like the what is it i believe the fifth movement of it the lord is my shepherd is like there's just like this moment where like it all builds up together and i'm like this is there's there's something else that's pushing yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. if if I had the choice, I would just make every single service something like the rudder. We're oh, just singing yeah. music the entire like, time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would have a blast. There's, I'm like, there's something more here. It's not just John Settlemyer. Destroying that organ over there. Absolutely going to town. Like, yeah. you know, if there's, that's my absolutely. Answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The music is just mm-hmm. awesome, and mm-hmm. it it really feels like you're connected. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's really one I'm reading a book right now about like brain science with music and did you know um fun fact most I think humans are the only like species that have been proven to like be able to process all aspects of music like chords harmonies chord progressions to like build that kind of genre interpretation rhythm like all of it huh oh my gosh I mean Having t- I took AP music theory last year, <laughs> and I can say confidently that I don't understand <laughs> as, as a human. So, I mean, it is, it's always fascinating to me, mm-hmm. like, the fact that all of this has been developed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. So but I think what really, like, pushes the boundaries for me is, like, like music really hasn't changed for the past, like, 3,000 years. So, like, people were interpreting music the same way we are now, like, 3,000 years Uh ago, and it's just Mm -hmm. insane how, like, that's kind of, like, one control that we've had as everything's changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's almost always been used in this kind of religious sense, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Yeah. music. I mean, that's another very interesting part of the church, that, like, you know, we are sitting here in 2022 having just been through a massive pandemic you know all of us are living in an incredibly different era to like Bach or like, <laughs> like they would look at us now and be like yeah. excuse me <laughs> but we can sit down and sing the things that they wrote with their time frame in mind yeah. and it's still relevant yeah mm-hmm. it's still relevant and it still connects to the same concepts that we talk mm-hmm. about every day and like, I it's just it's so cool it's like ave verium like we were i mean like that was my favorite piece of middle school and i don't think i've sang it since middle school and we just pulled it out in rehearsal and i mean like i haven't sang it since like years before the pandemic and then we come out and sing i get the same feeling from it so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's kind of timeless yeah it's and it's all so beautiful too Mm -hmm. like and we have just a way of really capturing that i feel like Mm -hmm. Go Kevin Turner. Go Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Music ministry. Yeah. <laughs> join choir if you're a youth. If you're a youth and watching, join choir. Join bells. We would love to have you. It's the Kevin Turner fan club. Come I I, I know we sound like nerds, but yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of steering away from all the music, um, youth um, has a youth group, youth, and yeah, you guys have sort of been a part of that uh and we've had kind of a wild <laughs> you know, oh, oh i could do a whole <laughs> podcast <episode laughs> on this. Um, yeah we've had a wild youth um even before the pandemic yeah it was way before the pandemic tumultuous we've um g- we've gone through a lot of different leaders mm-hmm. um and you guys were there for that mm-hmm. so if you want to talk a little bit about that Oh, gosh. Shelly's so way more qualified <laughs> than I am. So I, um, I think I've done the math, and I believe that I have had seven different youth ministers in my time at the church. You know, not going to go through and name all of them, but, then, you know, <laughs> there's been a lot of different youth ministers, and there's been a lot of different styles of mm-hmm. youth leadership and a lot of different personalities, and, you know, it, it has its effects. I think it has led to some kind of feelings of tumultuousness Mm -hmm. in the youth ministry but I think now Evan's doing a really good job and you know I think things are finally starting to get back to a normal pace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that feels awesome to watch but for me I got kind of um connected to the youth ministry my eighth grade year it was when Nick Gleishaw was our youth minister miss him dearly but um (laughs) and I just I found a real connection I mean I formed friends my eighth grade year through the youth ministry that I still have 
now and I talk to near daily. And I think it's just been an incredible part of forming who I am, just being in that community that's really centered around, you know, church fellowship and faith and music. And, you know, it's really pushed my life and I think has given me a lot of direction. And being on youth council also, which I was on youth council from my freshman year to the beginning of this year for me. And it was a very cool experience to see the difference in leadership and also mm-hmm. just watch the youth group progress, both mm-hmm. through good and through bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were on youth council too, right? Yeah, I am on youth council. It's youth definitely, store. it's changed so much. And it, it's been, it's gone through its ups and downs for sure. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of it's looking up. Um, and I think... Uh, because I've been, I was on it in sixth grade, so mm-hmm. I kind of just sat back. Oh, I, rem- I remember you yeah. showing up. I, yeah. I, I was like the only middle schooler in sixth grade, oh. and all these like. And I know you're, you're, you're the only high schooler now. Yeah, now I'm the only <laughs> high schooler. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's been crazy to kind yeah. of sit back and now take control. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as connected with youth ministry as I used to be, admittedly, but I think watching the current youth ministry, even when it's from afar, gives me a lot of hope for not only the youth ministry, but for the church as a whole, because, you know, through my time in, you know, youth overall, there's been times where I'm like, I don't know if we're going to have a youth program next year. And I think that by watching the way that everyone has kind of banded together, especially after the pandemic to kind of rebuild a program that, you know, a couple years ago was looking rough, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's really hopeful to see. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really glad about that too, because my brother, or I had two older siblings that both went here and were in the youth ministry and stuff like that. And when they were in it, it was like this, like, you had to be in it. Like, mm-hmm. It was like the cool I've thing to that, do. Yeah. And then uh, but I, I, after confirmation, I tried to get involved with it. And I was just like, there was something about the group or leadership. I don't know what it was, but I just kind of strayed away from it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that it's becoming one of those mm-hmm. things where it's like you should go to it and you're, you're actually going to have fun if you yeah. do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. definitely a sense of building back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's honestly kind of been everywhere, too. Yeah. Like, uh, like the seniors at Huff this year have, like, put in a good deal of work of, like, teaching all of the underclassmen what high school is all about because none of them had experienced a full mm-hmm. year of high school until yeah. this yeah. year. I mean, the youth overall, I mean, across the board, whether it's in church, in school, in just life, I mean, COVID has completely – I mean, I can't imagine for y'all, I mean, you know, going through your last year of middle school <laughs> online. Oh, no, yeah. I had to miss middle school. If I did not have my freshman year of high school, I do not know how I would have turned out. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. that's what I mean. Like, you know, I think that everybody's lives have gotten very interrupted, but it's, it's good to see yeah. stuff is coming back together. Yeah, yeah, it's weird to think of what it would have been like if it didn't, like, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotten the confirmation. If retreat. you would have told me two years ago that I would be sitting on a youth podcast today, I'd be like, "There's still youth stuff at the <laughs> church." Like, wow, yeah. that's impressive. But yeah, it, yeah, it is wild. Evan and Brittany are Woo! slaying. <laughs> They're Stan, Evan, and Brittany always. <laughs> yeah, dream team. That's <laughs> duo. <laughs> I think. Are we at? Is that our? Um. Well, we can. Think about how. Do you have anything else you want to add? I mean, that was kind of our list of 
our major questions. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Any anything about youth that you guys really want to put in, or any advice maybe yeah, for advice. upcoming youth since Ooh. you guys are leaving? Yeah. Um. I'd say talk to people. Like you know, going into church, whether it's choir or bells or youth ministry or even walking into some random event and you happen to see somebody else near your age talk to them Mm -hmm. sign up for that trip you don't know if you want to go on you know make make an appearance at something that you didn't think you would go to because you know while it may seem awkward at first or it might be weird you know everybody has those moments Mm -hmm. but you would be surprised at how easy it is to make really good friends at a place like our church like if you if you commit to it and you really put yourself out there and talk to people I mean we have so many different types of people that go here Mm -hmm. and it's always so incredibly rewarding to watch different groups of friends form and also to be able to talk to people you know talking to people everyone from you know age 11 to age you know 75 you know it's it's a really yeah it is a cool thing it's a great oh yeah so you know Reach out. Go for it. I that's say, that's yeah, my biggest piece of I would advice. say put yourself out there. Like, nobody's going to judge you as much as, like, I think when you, like, when you have that thi- feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, if I do this, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, who is that weird kid sitting over in the corner? But, like, nobody's really thinking that. Like, you're just no. putting that own ideal in your head, and you're just calling yourself weird, which... I mean, yeah, because everybody's <laughs> been the weird kid in the corner. Like, yeah, everyone <laughs> has experienced that moment. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say just put yourself out there. I mean, I could talk to a wall if I want to. So I just would talk to anybody I could. Yeah. Whether it's like a 95 year old person or a two year old, like I would talk to them. Oh, yeah. And I've met a lot of amazing people and I've lo- met a lot of not amazing people. <laughs> but those not amazing people have made me who I am. Like I've learned from them and I know who I don't want to be in the future. <laughs> that's that's fair and honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. Yeah. The only other big piece of advice that I'd give, especially in regards to church, is ask the difficult questions. Like mm-hmm. if you have something that you're wrestling with, especially in regards to religion, like the the best way to go about dealing with that is talking about it to people you trust whether it be a friend whether it be Evan and Brittany whether it be you know another member of church staff if you you know unpack things that you're dealing with they become so much more easy to work through and Mm -hmm. when you're talking to people who have a lot more experience and a lot more advice to give you can gain so much I mean I've had moments where I felt like my life or my understanding of religion or something else was in shambles and I've been able to go and talk to someone here who you know has a lot more experience than I do and mm-hmm. has totally changed my mindset mm-hmm. so don't be afraid to yeah. do that I would also say um if you're the person with more experience like mm-hmm. if you like if you yeah. if you see maybe like a troubled person or just someone who you think needs a little bit of help go up to them and talk to them and mm-hmm. g- introduce yourself because they might open up you. Don't try mm-hmm. and force it out of them. <laughs> but I think you should spread your knowledge as well and give back to what you've learned from. Basically. Yeah. What's that one quote about like being the only Bible someone else will ever read or whatever? Like set, I don't know what I that, no I idea. thought <laughs> is not the right quote. The like acts like a good, you know, like <laughs> act well and then people will think well of Christianity and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I feel like that is the way you're supposed to act mm-hmm. and that's what 
you know, that's what you're meant to be as a Christian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One more quick query before we sign off. Um, college, y'all are going off soon. Do you have any plans for staying involved with religion, church there? Um, go ahead. I don't really know yet. I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm going to be doing nothing but school and band. Like, I have no other activities. I'm, I'm thinking about maybe doing rowing. Ooh, I don't oh. know. I just it just seems fun to me, but I would like to do it. That, that <laughs> fits ah, you. Throw, <laughs> but um, I mean, like I'm sure there's some sort of Bible group, or even just like a book club, or mm -hmm. I don't know, something that like I can sit down and reach out to these people, and then find a church nearby that I like, and just go on from there. Yeah, I mean, I'm also, I'm not 100% certain what, like, is offered or what's actually active. Um, I know I'm planning on joining the choir at American, so that's a cool group. And that always, you know, usually has a tie to religion yeah. in some sort, because, like, American. yeah, <laughs> that, and then also, like, I swear, like, 90% of choir music is choir. religious. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure that that will open some doors for that. And a well. desire to praise the divine or whatever. Go Absolutely. On. <laughs> yeah. So true. Sangin' for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think you guys are going to fit great there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excited to leave. Woo, excited for you. Yeah, you. It's, yeah. We're going to miss y'all. So. Oh, yeah. We're going to miss you too. Yeah. We're coming back. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the alumni coming back. Oh, yeah. For Christmas. I was so excited, the Christmas music. I love the Christmas music. Oh, yeah. But only for an extended period of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get to come back for the good part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's awesome. You guys are going to do great there, going to do you. great things. Uh, and thank you for, thank you for watching. watching and staying. Um, we loved having you guys on you. for the podcast. Thank you for us. Yeah, good luck. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> you can hear the laugh. Hi there, welcome to this thing called church, a podcast by no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, welcome to A Place at the Table, a podcast by you for you. We're here to take with <laughs> sorry. Hi, welcome to our podcast. Dude, oh my god, I did it too. It's can we, hard. I know. Can we, can we, I got it this time. <laughs>